Welcome to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. AM 560 WFIL, WFIL.com. Listen to the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Thanks for doing so. Forecast calling for clouds the rest of the afternoon, 47 the high, and then we're dropping to 30 tonight. Tomorrow still kind of like today, kind of cloudy and a little sunshine at times. Warming up a little bit more to 50, may get some rain tomorrow night. Sixers over Phoenix last night, and the Flyers are home tonight against Carolina. Uh, if you have been listening to this program for the last four or five months, you'll know, perhaps, that my father was the first ever guest on the show, which I was very uh, thankful for. And then my wife, Tina's father, was in studio when he and his wife were in from uh, the Netherlands. Also had a gentleman named Matthew Newell, who's the director of a place called the Family Hope Center in Norristown. He's had a key role in uh, helping us with our daughter with disabilities, Victoria. And there have been several other key folks and a lot of wonderful guests. Today, I had the privilege of having another very important person in my history. Wow. Yes. I'm so, glad I wasn't at the top of the list there. Well, yeah. it's just chronological. Just work your way down to me, and no. I, I'm here. <laughs> to, uh, I was going to say, uh, as soon as you hear his voice, you'll know. Maybe. Yeah. No. It's been a while, you know, unless they listen to the Bible study hour with James Boyce every Sunday here on WFIL. I you might not know. know. I bet they know. Yeah. I'm Mark Daniels. Welcome. Hey, how are you? Good. How's it feel to be back? It's uh, surreal. That's a, that's a word that uh, fits the experience pretty much. Yeah. But uh, everybody remains friendly. Yeah, and, uh, well, might the, as well. The, the building looks really good. I can tell you that because I spent 24 years in it. Never looked better. Yeah. Things are cool. something? 24 years. Yeah, that's a lot of time. But, of course, Ted, wherever he is, Ted has us all beat, and then Heather has him beat. So <laughs> Yeah, Heather's, yeah. Heather's been here for, I think, over 30. But it's it's Crazy. neat. It's neat. It's also about I mean, it's Salem as a company that yeah. they have that stability. You come, you do your job, and you're here. You know? Well, you know what? Uh, I, I might have mentioned it earlier. Um once you're outside and can look at this radio station and this company from the outside, you really begin to appreciate the power of WFIL and Salem Communications hmm. in terms of the outreach and just the access to good, solid, orthodox Bible teaching that's not always available on the Internet, especially, and on the air. Yeah. Uh, you know when you tune into the station, it's going to be something good. It'll feed your soul. Yeah, that's important to me. So now I'm enjoying it as a listener instead of trying to crank it out every day, which is a good thing. Yeah. Well, we're going to get into all that, too, because you have some very interesting work you're doing now. And uh, you mentioned the 24 years. I was thinking uh, right outside the uh, station, the studio here is a is a, it's the studio is named after you. That's really strange. How about that? But it was cool. I had some people in to record today and I said, uh, <clears throat> did you see that uh, thing on the door there? <clears throat> yeah, I I, I kind of lost my humility at that point. You're allowed just okay. a little brief moment, I know. Right. And and uh, uh, Lorenzo told me there's someone standing by to take it down as soon as I leave. <laughs> <laughs> well, we kidded around about, should we turn it upside down? So <laughs> take, but uh, no, for 24 years, you know, I'm thinking there are people who understand, you know, they've done a job, whatever it might be, for mm. 24 years. So people know that's, it's not like it's a uh, hundred years, but still it's like a it's radio a years part of your life. are dog years. Yeah. Exactly the same thing. I mean, uh, we, we lost our little Julie dog mm. uh, just about a month and a half ago, oh, and she was 10, that. so she was like an elderly lady by yes. the time she passed on. Yeah. Well, the, the same with radio. You know, if you're, in, if you're at the same place 24 years, did you, man, that's, did you're you like ever, 102. Did you think uh, when you first got here uh, that you would be, I mean, not that you maybe think those kinds of questions, but 
had you thought you would this yeah. is something I could stick with for a lot of years? I did. I did, although and you, and you did. when I came here, uh, we were in the transmitter building over yeah. on Franklin Way. Yep. And I was working in FM radio at a country station as the ops guy and the morning guy. We were number one in the whole market. And it was my first book, ratings book. Yeah. And uh, all of a sudden, uh, a mutual friend of ours, Russ, calls me out of nowhere and says, uh, so would you like to come down and, and be part of a startup AM uh, Christian station? I'm thinking, well, sure. <laughs> now, actually, I had to think about it quite a bit. Yeah, I bet. But when I came down, uh, it was uh, it, it didn't look promising, but I could tell that Salem was interested in making this a real radio station. And yeah. you know, a lot of uh, startup stations they they struggle because they they don't have the wherewithal, they don't have the uh, connections to make that kind of thing happen. Salem jumped in and brought things up to snuff pretty quickly, and the word began to spread. And as I listen to this station now, I'm still proud of it, even though I'm outside of it. Yeah. Well, you're still very much part of it. Obviously, a lot of the yeah. things that are here were set in place when you were here. And mm-hmm. uh, Mark Daniels, if you're just tuning in, you recognize the voice. Mark uh, has hosted a show over the years as well. You've done a lot of hats yeah. at the station and a, a, a show. Primarily, was it was 4 to 5, right? But there were other times, too. There was a 3 o'clock yeah. for a while. There or was two. a 2 to 2.30. Yeah. And then it was just three days a week. And it kept the expanding and contracting uh, depended upon <laughs> what I was asked to do. And you know, yeah. uh, when you jump in as the program director, you get a lot of uh, requests to do things for other departments and sure. new ideas. And, you know, when the Internet came down the pike. Yeah. When I got here, there was an internet, but it wasn't, uh, you know, in active use yeah. uh, with the station. And, Absolutely. And we were just beginning to use computers to edit audio. When I, before I got here, I was yeah. using a razor blade and a white crayon. Yes, the edit grease commercials. pencil. Yeah, exactly. I remember those days. So uh, I had a, a big learning curve, but now it's even bigger. As I moved on to my next job, we can talk about that later. But, yeah, uh, well, look, that, that would be good yeah. to do. I want to do that. Well, we're going to take a short break. Uh, you're listening to the Tim DeMoss Show on AM 560, WFIL, WFIL.com. Our special guest today, longtime host, uh, program director here at WFIL and talk show host Mark Daniels. We'll be back with him and more here on WFIL. You're listening to a podcast of the Tim DeMoss Show, heard weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560, WFIL and at WFIL.com. AM560, WFIL, WFIL.com, and on your smartphone or tablet with the WFIL app, which you can download free from WFIL.com. Uh, it's Tim DeMoss Show, and welcoming Mark Daniels back into our equation, who is in studio with us today, yeah. sipping on a nice coffee. On the other side of the microphone, which is really bizarre. I've it, never been here before it, on this it side. Is, it is... Uh, that's true, right? Yeah. You've been in the studios. Yeah. You were you, just to back up for a moment. Uh, you know, Mark, you're here for many, almost a quarter century. Yeah. And then earlier, I guess we should have to say last year, technically, then that went to 2019. But it was right. uh, over the summer, kind of, I guess, late spring, early summer. Well, I wasn't officially in the building uh, beginning April 27th. Okay. Uh, I was just at my house hosting the morning program here for yeah, a while. Amazing. Until you came along and uh, settled in, and I knew you would quickly. So uh, I was just here as long as I needed to be, and then uh, they said au revoir. And so the whole time I've been working at my other job, which is uh, the Alliance of Confessing Evangelicals. That's a familiar uh, term to people who are fans of WFIL, been around forever. Those who went to 10th Presbyterian at any point along the way or still are going there. Um, Dr. James Boyce began the Alliance. He took some pieces from uh, a previous ministry and kind of pulled everything together around Reformed theology. 
Yeah. I had the privilege of doing his uh, national, well, his international um, memorial service on the internet and mm. on radio stations all across the country when he passed away. How long ago was that? Uh, 2000. Okay, I was going to say 12. I was, 12, I was there for 12. his 30th um, uh, anniversary of his ministry as well. We were down at the Union League. Can I say that out loud? Yes. Yeah, okay, the Union League. Uh, and there was a great uh, uh, C. Everett Coop was there, one of the founders of the, sure. uh, the ministry. And I had a chance to sit with, with he and R.C. Sproul and a bunch of people. And I was just, I said not a word. I was just dumbfounded by being surrounded by these brilliant people. Yeah, yeah. And it was a great night. And, and, um, uh, started to cement a little bit more of a bond with uh, Dr. Boyce. People kind of started to associate us. And when he passed away, I did a memorial program, which we played a number of times here on the air. Yeah. And uh, they still make that available to people who become friends with the Alliance uh, to hear mm. a little bit of the uh, Dr. Boyce story. So um, when Charles Morris, who's a familiar voice, he was with sure. uh, another radio station here for a while, and yeah. then, now he has the uh, Haven Today broadcast. Yep. Uh, when he moved out to California to do that, they said, uh, Mark, would you like to be the voice of the Bible study hour? I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> and that was uh, 17 years ago. Wow. And so now I've finally gone. After doing that program as a contractor, now I'm full-time with that ministry. Yeah. So you had that relationship going for yeah for almost right after that happened. Then. And it would never have happened if I wasn't here. So Yeah. That's awesome. amazing. That's well. Let's dig into that a little bit. The Alliance okay. of Confessing Evangelicals. Is it? Do you do you refer to it ac- acronymically? Does <laughs> it people say ACE? Easy for at you all, to say. Or do you have to say the whole? Does it mean I don't want? I, I just say the Alliance. The Alliance. Okay. Yeah. Easy enough to do. The website's alliancenet.org. Okay. And I've been on the site. I've gone okay. through it, and uh, I'm familiar with it from before. But there's a lot of pieces to it. There sure is. So. I mean, we can talk about this broadcast there. Yeah, it's been a challenge to kind of – one of the first things I did when I went into the executive director and said, you know what, we got to be be able to communicate clearly to people who we are and what we do. Yeah. And he's done a great job in grouping things so people understand we do events, right. we do publishing, we do broadcasts. And uh, the publishing is a broad uh, explanation of the books and the blogs and the article posts that are up there on the websites. Right. And there are a number of different ancillary websites we'll be pulling together to make it like one unified ministry. Mm-hmm. But uh, the biggest brand, quote-unquote, of course, is the Bible Study Hour with uh, Dr. Boyce. Right. And I had an appreciation for him before. Uh, I am so knocked over by his brilliance now every day when I turn on the radio and realize, wow, I'm part of that, and that is some incredible Bible teaching. Yeah. And uh, so then people can get it through the app. Okay. Uh, uh, there's a Barnhouse app as well. Dr. Barnhouse was one of uh, Dr. Boyce's predecessors. Right. His whole ministry is there too. Uh, so, you know, I, I don't want to sell too much, but there's a lot available at AllianceNet.org. Yeah, no, but that's <laughs> – I'm, I'm thinking for the listeners on FIL, if they're th- looking for things that they yeah. can – primarily, would you suggest people who are listening can go to AllianceNet.org and yeah. be – you know, I would say be fed. But th- there yeah. are resources there. In different shapes and forms? Yeah, and it's uh, it's kind of designed to uh, stimulate your mind no matter where you are on the spectrum. Yeah. I mean, if you're someone uh, who's just starting out in faith, yes, there's a good solid grounding available in Reformed theology. It's not everybody's cup of tea, but the more I learn about it, the more I appreciate it. Um, if, if you're you know a pastor who's been uh, studying forever, you're like a good meaty discussion yeah. uh, on the um, Place for Truth dot org website on uh, the podcast we were taping in here today theology yeah. on the go uh, really high level conversation so it's really lifting up my 
theological capabilities sure. since I got there. And I have a little more time to, to, to spend just studying the Word. There was one um, one of them I was reading about that, that you mentioned even at the beginning here for mm-hmm. just kind of not beginners, but people who are just kind of getting their feet wet, right? Yeah. There's also some – I'm reminded of that. I'm sensitive to that because uh, we had a guy who played in our church softball team. And he came to our church, and part of the rule in our league was, you know, you just couldn't grab anybody, just anybody to have a bunch of ringers. You, yeah. you need to have some kind of church participation a couple times a month or yeah. at least show up. Mm-hmm. So he came, and he, he liked our church, but he also said, you know, sometimes I feel like I'm kind of – I'm on page 10, and, like, yeah. you guys are on page 100, mm-hmm. and I don't know all the things you're referring to. And don't assume that I know all the words or all the stories. You remember when Abraham did like, I don't know. I don't know about that story. Yeah. So is there some stuff on, on the website at all for people kind of on the newer side at all? Or? Yeah, and I think it's the, the more – I hate to use the word practical theology because all theology is practical. Theology is not just about the brain. Yeah, right. It's not just about doctrine. It's about being a believer in Jesus Christ. That's yeah. theology. And it's the way you look. It's the prism through which you look at the the world. So there are things that are more uh, applicational on all of our websites. Uh, I think it will be stimulating to anybody who really uh, logs on. The biggest challenge for me, of course, at the beginning, not really having a good grounding in uh, Reformed theology was it just seems different than what I was used to. Okay. I, I, I started out going to church as a young man in a very, very liberal denomination. Okay. And uh, uh, there were no... Um, creeds. Okay. Uh, there were there were no uh, statements that that people generally agreed to, and I be, over time began to believe that uh, well, all I need is my Bible. But uh, Carl Truman says it well in the Creedal Imperative: uh, We need to, and we have since the very beginning as believers, agreed upon a certain set of things. Uh, the earliest Christians believed in the essence of Christ being a certain thing. Yes. And and we need to state it over and over again. And that's what these creeds are all about. It's not to be, create an alternate religion. Right. What it is is an opportunity to uh, understand better what it is you profess to believe and to remind yourself, your sinful nature, that indeed uh, this is what I believe. This is who he is. This is why I can trust him. Mm. And this is how he permeates my life because I no longer live. It's Christ that lives in me. And so, uh, just tuning in to chat with Mark Daniels, longtime program director and radio host here at WFIL and wore a lot of other hats during his quarter, almost quarter century. Technically, were you here a quarter century, just not on the air for uh, the whole time? Uh, April 7, 1994. Okay. Till April 27th, 2018. So you were into your 25th year. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. A couple of weeks. <laughs> just Yeah. Yeah. Well, and as, as you're speaking there, I'm thinking that what you just said it, it, it I, I'm thinking in my mind like phrases like non-negotiables or like if I had to boil, I've had conversations with people like we can differ on certain things. Here are a few really core things to make sure you know we understand like Jesus is the Son of God, and here's mm. some other things. I'm not going to be like, eh, maybe he was, maybe he wasn't. No, he was. If you yeah. don't think he was, you can think that, and we can still be friends. But I'm not going to be kind of like muddying the waters. And mm. so, would you say some of what you just described about kind of those those core things permeates the alliance? way of, you know, what they're doing, the whole site, yeah, everything? It, it does. I mean, we don't sit around and talk about, uh, you know, individual parts of the Westminster Catechism or anything right. like that. But I have found uh, that uh, as I study and understand Reformed theology, it is helping me better understand the full depth and breadth of what I profess to be, as yeah. a, not just what I believe, 
not what my brain assents to, but what I uh, profess to be as a believer. So I just encourage anybody who is not familiar with Reformed theology to, to study it first before you judge it and yeah. understand it a little bit and see if it doesn't take you down a path where you're finding yourself spending more time in the Word and, and, and seeing what it is that, that God has to say to you. It's, a, it's an amazing thing. And yeah. I, you know, even if you, no matter what you do, if you spend any extra time, so many people are compartmentalizing their faith. And it's like, well, you know, I go to church two times a week, so I'm twice <laughs> as deep as the guy across the street because he's usually out in his boat, you know. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, if, if that's what you're doing, you'll never get anywhere. But if you really, anytime you, you spend just focusing on Christ and, and what it is he's communicated to us and, and who he wants us to be, Ongoingly, yeah. it, your your life will definitely improve. The joy level in my life has improved tremendously hmm. as I've spent more Amen. time just studying the Bible. It's been amazing. That's excellent. Yeah. That's great. Mark Daniels is our guest. We'll do a short break and continue our conversation. It's the uh, Tim DePaul Show today on AM five sixty WFIL and WFIL dot com. Thanks for tuning in to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast with AM five sixty WFIL and WFIL dot com. 424 AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. Thanks for tuning in today. It's the Tim DeMoss Show, which for many years, well, it's not the same show, but the same slot. Mark Daniels' show is here for years. So are you guys hiring? I thought I heard something yeah. there. Right? <laughs> yeah, that little spot there, right? Cool. Well, you, uh, Mark, uh, and then for those just tuning in, uh, Mark has a long time uh, history with the radio station. Uh, act, we didn't really say it, you know, the beginnings of it, but you worked in a lot of radio before you came I, here. Right? I started like uh, I like the guy across the glass there, I'm sure. Very, very early. Yes. He's the hardest working producer yes. in Philadelphia Radio between four and five. Uh-huh. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> or at four well, fifty eight and fifty seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly what you're why is it so much harder on the, your side of the microphone and so much I the time's flying by here. I'm having no trouble at all. Over there I would sweat every minute that went through. <laughs> I know, I know. Well, no, I, I started out as a teenager, uh had an opportunity to, you know, while some DJ was on the air, sit there and play the music when he, while he went out for a smoke or whatever. This was in secular radio. Yes, you know, right. Uh, playing the hits. And then I got a chance to be on the top 40 station in my town. And that I was forever going to be in radio. Yes. And uh, my early aspiration as of 1979 was to uh, be the next Johnny Carson. Really? Yeah. And I'm so glad that that's behind me now. Um, but yeah, I worked in uh, secular radio up until April 7th, 1994. And, wow. uh uh, it was uh, it was good. Uh, we had a great deal of success. I say we because I never looked at it as my success. I worked with a lot of great people, and if they didn't succeed, I didn't succeed. So uh, we we had some great success up to that point. And uh, but by the time I got to uh, that country station in Harrisburg, yes, in 1994, uh, things were really quite successful, and I was quite miserable. Hmm. As a matter of fact, we were down in um, Nashville to pick up. Uh, an award from the Country Music Association. And my wife and the general manager had to go pick it up for me because I was sick in mm. my room. I, I was unsettled. I knew things were terribly wrong, that God was calling me a different direction. And, uh, you know, we got home, and then Russ Whitna was on my answering machine and from, had, had from you... that trip. I, he was on, hey, uh, they're starting up a Christian station in Philadelphia. You interested? I'm like, well, this must be what it was. This must be the, the discomfort, the, this unsettled nature. And so uh, I got back to him, and and, and right, now I've right, been here ever since. Had yeah. you known you you met Russ just at that trip, or you'd known him before that? I knew things? him in 1989. Okay. Uh, he and I uh, and uh, a couple of other guys in our 
company here, Salem, uh, yeah. all worked together at a secular station in Harrisburg. Okay. It was doomed for destruction. Okay. And so he saw it coming before I did, and he got out of town. <laughs> and I was like, they came in and said, oh, by the way, you're not the program director in the morning guy anymore. You're going to be on in the midday, and you're not going to talk. You're just going to push buttons. So it's like, okay, well, I guess this is over. And a week later, yep, it was over. <laughs> uh, that was the first day of uh, Operation Desert Shield. Wow. So no one was moving jobs. No one was hiring. Yeah. I sat through that whole uh, unemployed for the first time in my life. And wow. uh, that was horrible. Well, and just for, for a little history's sake, um, you know, I had a chance to – Mark, who is our guest today and been on the radio for many years and mm-hmm. the voice of the station really, uh, hired me in 1994 or 5 part-time when things were still in the yeah. – the cement, the cement was wet. Yeah. You know, the stuff was still happening. Um and at the time, I was on our sister station, which is currently News Talk 990, mm-hmm. but it was a music station and also a ministry st- mm-hmm. teaching and talk. So we have a long history together. And one mm-hmm. of the reasons I'm glad you're here is just because, you know, you've meant a lot to me and you've, you know, been that God used you to help me in my radio life. And it's funny now, I'm 50 years old. Yeah. It feels different to say that. When I was in my 40s, you're a kid. I was next to my 30s, right? I'm like, I'm still yeah. kind of next to my 30s. Now that I'm 50, there's no, I'm not touching the 30s anymore. It's interesting. <laughs> I felt a lot older than you uh, back in 1994 when you first came here uh, or yeah. came aboard to do what you were doing. Uh, uh, now we're the same distance of in age, but I don't feel any distance whatsoever <laughs> in terms of age. It's weird. As we get yeah. older, it really doesn't matter. Does yeah, it? yeah. It's, but, it's uh, true. It's, it's not been said probably, but uh, you know, what you did with that morning show, was phenomenal, phenomenal. Well, thank you. It was People a lot of still fun. talk about it. It and, was much uh, fun. Yeah, and I I kind of miss those days, but by the same token, God has given me a lot of opportunity since that. A lot of people were listening to this hour, yes, of this program uh, back in uh, December of 1997 to hear me announce that my daughter, the one we adopted, had yeah. just been born. Yes, she turned 21 two weeks ago. 21. Wow, it's unreal. Isn't that my something? son is thirty three years old. <laughs> That's crazy. My my wife and I are celebrating our wedding anniversary tomorrow, and uh, wow, goodness gracious, uh, yeah, priorities sure have shifted. I mean, I, I was yeah. so busy climbing the ladder for so many years, and you know, you've heard this all before, I'm sure. You know, those who are listening in, but uh, I really focused on my career, really focused on being busy, uh, being a good. Because my dad was the same way, being a good provider. He worked two jobs. He, he made sure yeah. that we would want for nothing. Um, but I missed all those years with my kids, and I can't get them back. Yeah. And since my brother Jay passed away uh, one month ago today. Yes, I'm sorry for your loss. Thanks, uh, I've been thinking a lot about those things and trying to realign my life to find an opportunity at least to reacquaint with my grand nieces and grand nephews and uh, just make sure I don't start out the same way. And, and have the same distance I did with their parents, my yeah. nieces and nephews. Yeah, Lord willing. My, I was yeah. kidding around yesterday. We had uh, Gary Cobb on, and he was talking about his parents are in the 80s. And uh, my dad's 90, almost 91. Yeah. And so my dad calls that yeah. advanced middle age. Yeah. <laughs> like, because sometimes you can think that, you know, well, I'm on the north side of 50, and, well, I'm just going to, what's left? Or I'm going to, you know, it's different than when you're 30 or 20. But then, Lord willing, you've got plenty of time, plenty of work yet to do for the kingdom. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, uh, um, and are. I won't mention where I am, but I'm I'm doing a nationally syndicated morning program. Yeah, and uh, it it has that was the thing that was the the last thing I wanted to do in this business. So yeah. I've got a chance to do that now. So it's like okay, I got the broadcast thing accomplished. I feel very secure in in what I did and who I am. So what what avenues might he have available for me going forward? 
I, I felt the call to be a, a pastor about 10 years ago. And, of course, was too busy to follow up on it or say, oh, I'll get back to you on that, God. <laughs> Ask me again in a decade. You know, yeah. And, uh, wrong. So, uh, you know, maybe something like that's in the future. I don't know. I, well, I would love to be uh, a Bible teacher. I would yeah. love it. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. Mark Daniels is our guest. Uh, Mark Daniels live in the Mark Daniels show. Yeah. He had similar names for many years. The Servant's Heart. Servant's Heart. That's mm-hmm. right. Was that the two o'clock? Ver- there was a show at yeah. two for a number of years. That was the two o'clock. And then it was also on other times. So if you've listened to WFIL for any length of time, you'll hear Mark's voice and have heard. And, and Mark's I was voice. a DJ. I mean, when I got here, I had just been a DJ. Yeah. And and uh, uh, we had hired a guy named Daryl. Daryl was here for a little while. Right. And uh, he went away to do something else. and But we still had that hour of talk show in the middle of the day. We hired him to be the talk host. So yeah. he, he took off. So it's like I didn't know if he was coming in or what happened. So I jumped in one day, and he didn't come back the next day. And it's like, uh-oh, well, I'm two days into this. And then I kept going, and it, and it just went for I never intended to be a talk show host. But. Yeah. You mentioned Russ Whitna, too, by the way. Just, yeah. a, just a great guy. And for, for context, for again, for our listeners, uh, Russ and Mark, Basically came in at the same time, right around there, yeah. around the ninety late ninety three, early ninety four. Yeah, Russ was here in January of ninety four, and I came in April. Okay, and so a lot of what folks have appreciated over the years, the programs, ministries, how the station has been run, really up until the last. I mean, Russ left a couple of years ago, and you yeah. just left last year. Yeah. So this it's a it's a new situation now. Yeah, we were the people you know? uh, who were doing the jobs that are being done much better by other people now. So <laughs> no, I wouldn't say that. But I, we just did we did them long. I don't, I'm not saying we did them well. We did them, them long, faithfully, so, that's and right. that's uh, that's a big blessing. Well, uh, so we're going to continue our conversation with Mark here in a moment. Um, we're gonna, I guess I can't uh, be that interesting. You, really, you are. What am I going to talk about? You are. I have more questions. Okay, absolutely. Let's see, I have you. Everybody's interesting to me. First I of all, call my wife and tell her I'm on here. <laughs> She doesn't know. She's she at work right now, yeah. Well, let her know. Well, the podcast, this is a good segue. Oh, good. Because we're podcasting every day. Mm-hmm. That hardest working producer over there, Joe Harnett. Get, Joe, get your feet off the counter. <laughs> he uh, yeah, he puts the podcast up within an hour of the show every day. Wow. So people can always tune in. So we'll have this up later on today. But let's do a short break. And we'll continue our conversation with Mark Daniels. A little bit of history. Yeah. I want to hear your testimony a little bit. Because we didn't good. really get into that yet. We kind of alluded to it. But let's get into that. And we'll uh, keep uh, keep our conversation going here. It's Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560 WFIL, WFIL.com. Have a guest you'd like to hear on the Tim DeMoss Show on AM 560 WFIL? Email D at WFIL.com. It's 430, 437 WFIL. <laughs> Forecast calling for some clouds this evening. Low dropping to 30. I'm hoping and praying that our heater works. Yeah. It actually didn't work yesterday. Oh, really? Yeah. And my wife and I talked about it. I was like, all right, call the guy. She's like, let's pray. So we prayed and it worked. But then this morning it wasn't working. So Uh-oh. I prayed again. I don't know if this is one of those Elijah and the oil every day I wow. got to pray. And Wait, is that a fleece I see? Yeah, <laughs> pretty yeah. much. Uh, kind of cloudy tomorrow. It's supposed to warm up to 50 with some sunshine. Sixers, big win, 132-127 over Phoenix. Joel Embiid, 42 points, 18 rebounds. That guy's playing out of his mind. The Flyers are home tonight against Carolina at 7. I know that uh, over the years, Mark Daniels is our guest uh, just tuning in. And yeah. over the years, the station had a lot of events, including some faith and family nights. Indeed. And uh, Pastor's Appreciation Breakfast. And yeah, the whole nine. Yeah. Harvest Crusades mm-hmm. and all these things you did, you're I, part I, of. I broadcast Promise Keepers events from uh, Baltimore right. and uh, Philadelphia and 
Got to sit up in the Veterans Stadium in the in the press box. Yes. That's the first time I met uh, Harry Callis. Yes. Very cool. Out of here. <laughs> <laughs> He's out of here now, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, that's, that's right. right. Well, so so of all those events, uh, we're just covering a lot of different uh, – taken today to uh, – Mark was actually at the station here doing some other work and mm-hmm. working with the Alliance of Confessing Evangelicals now. Alliancenet.org is the website. We can chat about that again some. But – uh, while you were here, we talked about this a couple months ago. Like, if you're going to be in the studio that day, yeah, come on in. And people know you were here for almost a quarter century. Got mm-hmm. a nice email here from Linda, by the way. said, it is so good to hear Mark on the air with you. Oh, cool. Please pass along how much we appreciate all those years he was on the air. We love him and miss his presence. I'm so happy to be hearing today. Looking forward to catching up with what he has been called to move on to since he left oh. WFIL. Very nice. Grateful listener and sister. Thank you. That's from Linda. So, yeah. And wow. that's true. That's great. That's true. So uh, you were talking about the alliance, and maybe we can come back to that since Linda mentioned that. Uh, yeah. But before we do that, mm-hmm. I want to make sure because kind of none of this would be true or happening unless yeah. the Lord got a hold of you in the first place. Yeah. He got a hold of me twice um, in a really big way. Um, the most recent one was when the opportunity to become uh, a Christian broadcaster came along. Okay. I mean, that represented the biggest step of faith that a little baby Christian could possibly have ever taken. (laughs) Because I jumped in here and was interviewing Charles Stanley and Chuck Swindoll and Ravi Zacharias. (laughs) It's like, you know, what do I know? What do I ask these people? So what's your shoe size? I don't know what I'm talking about. So that that was uh, very intimidating. But but actually, he got a hold of me in the biggest way um, uh, when I was 29 years old. I kind of grew up like uh, most testimonies begin this way. Yeah. I grew up in a Christian home, yeah. but then whatever <laughs> else happened after that. Uh, my parents were master seed planters. They really were. Um, we had Christian music in our home. Uh, we went to church every Sunday. I was deeply involved uh, in church, even though I was not a believer. Hmm. They wanted me okay. to get involved, and I did. So I, I did a lot of things. Uh, they, they weren't calling upon me to, to profess you know, genuine faith in Christ. They were calling on me to get up and lead hymn singing and, and be in a play and play my drums and everything else I did at that age. Interesting. Um, I, I never got it. It wasn't my time. I mean, I was surrounded by Christians, but I knew nothing about the role of Jesus Christ in my salvation. I kind of saw him as a benevolent martyr for his faith. Hmm. Honestly. I mean, Interesting. I didn't get it. I thought uh, becoming a Christian was joining the church. Okay, so okay. when when uh, you went through the so-called catechism, you'd be baptized three times forward. Uh, you become a church member immediately, and that was it. And then you were a Christian, but nothing changed. The sinning went on pretty uh, pretty consistently after yep. that, you know. So it it uh, even though I was very much uh, founded in the faith, I don't want to upset my mother. Yeah, um, uh, I I didn't practice it. Yeah. Any way, shape, or form. Do you think that the, that the people around you at the, at the church didn't necessarily pick up on that because you were what, maybe outwardly behaving some? Exactly. Or? Okay. Yeah, I had the behavior down pat. I, I knew how to behave in front of them and certainly in front of my mother yeah. because the better I behaved, the more freedom I had. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, a lot of – you got to watch your kids. Make sure that, you know – that the heart. And your grandkids. Is, is the change in their heart or is the change merely in their behavior? I mean, it the – the behavior will change if it's in the heart, but you can alter the behavior. Make yourself feel better. Exactly. Make yeah. them feel better, too. Anyway, so um, I'm, I'm pretty much going through a, uh, uh, well, I, I, I'm a good boy, but I'm not a very good boy as I'm getting older and older and uh, I didn't live with Christ in my life. And uh, it took somebody to come along and confront me, hmm. and uh, I ended up marrying her. 
Wow. We, we celebrate our, uh, our anniversary tomorrow, my wife Susan. She's the first person that really confronted me with, well, what's your problem with Christianity? <laughs> and I'm like, well, uh, I don't get eternal security. I mean, I've seen all these people go to jail, have a jailhouse confession that murdered you know, people, and then, yeah. and then they say, oh, I'm completely forgiven. It's like, I didn't get that. Or, you know, how can I be a Christian and screw up entirely and not lose my salvation? That didn't make sense to me. She connected yeah. me with a cassette tape and a book. And told me to figure it out. <laughs> and, and I did. I figured it out. I remember sitting in my apartment all by myself at the uh, dinette table at about 2 in the morning one day. I, it, it finally all made sense. Wow. So and, at that uh, point, you'd actually kind of... We weren't married. More... We weren't engaged. Uh, yeah. She just challenged me in my faith. And that's how God used her. He, he's used her a lot of different ways since then. But, yeah. you know, uh, the first person to say, well, what do you really believe? And so you have to do that to some people because you can, you can especially if you're a parent or grandparent, you can glide through life believing that your kids and grandkids have it all figured out too because they act really good. They know how to behave in front of you. Yeah. you know, are they really changed? Is, is Christ working on them, renewing their mind, transforming their lives, making that morality that they're showing you something that bubbles out of them naturally or they don't have to apply it. They don't have to try to behave. It's, yeah. it's who they want to be. It's really important. Yeah, and it's difficult. It's a challenge, obviously, as a parent, because you you love them, you want right. them to love the Lord, and mm-hmm. you, but like you said, you can't make it. You can't do it for anybody. You can you know, point them there, and there is a, that delicate balance, especially when they're younger and they're getting older and a bit adult. At what point you kind of step back some, and what point you know? How do you do it? So you have to yeah pray for their hearts, and and as much as the outward compliance, there is some matter to that. There should be respect and order in your home. Absolutely. You know, respect your parents or this or that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. That's not the end game for it. So. Right. It, it creates an environment that fosters a healthy Christian faith. Yeah. You, when you have the, those boundaries, which we thought they didn't want, but they truly deeply want those those boundaries. This is where the, the boundary is. You can't, you don't go beyond this. This is what you do. Uh, kids really honestly love that. It's true. But we're afraid to give them boundaries because we feel like then we won't be the cool parent. Oh, we'll keep them from having some experience that they're meant to have. Or No. <laughs> they, they feel secure when they have those boundaries. And you don't have all these kids sitting around the snowflakes or whatever they call them. Yeah. 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 Uh, you, don't, they don't, you don't have because they know what's right and wrong. They know where the edge is. And this is stuff that my wife taught me. This is by who she is. Hmm. Her character was so strong that I, I understood right and wrong in a way that I never did before. Yeah, and she's molded me in her image. Everybody's got the, <laughs> everybody's got a different story. That, that's why I think it's interesting. You know, I think also a mistake can be someone said, "Oh, okay, that's how it's done." Mm-hmm. Like if you're thinking for your kid, "Oh, maybe that's how it needs to happen." Yeah. It's like, well, no, I, I think it's interesting. One reason I enjoy doing this show is because each person, whether they're They've been on the radio like you have for a quarter century, wow. whether there's somebody off the street, whether it's somebody who's hit a million home runs. It doesn't mm-hmm. – God's – you know, matters. They matter to – God matters mm-hmm. – uh, I mean, they matter to God. And in uh, your particular story, that's how God did it. And the genius of God is that he knows how he created us. He knows how we will come to faith. He, he knows where our buttons are. He knows yeah. exactly how to give us joy. And when we come to faith – a real sincere, honest faith in Christ, he will roll out wonderful things for us. Well, of course, we'll only see the bad things because that's what we're looking for. Yeah. But he will roll things out at, for our pleasure and joy. And uh, it's it's an amazing thing. Well, anyway, so yeah. that, that's uh, that's what happened. So uh, my wife— um, And the book? Uh, 
What about the book? The book? Do you remember the name of it? Yeah, it was Renewing of the Mind by Dr. Bill Finnegan. Okay. Dr. Bill Finnegan is a guy who comes out regularly to our uh, Bible conference. I, I have a Bible conference out in Lancaster County. Yeah. And uh, he, it's, it's amazing to be able to host a guy who has had such an influence on your life. He is yeah. 80. Five eighty-three. My wife just yeah. prompted me. I'm sure. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and he is still cranking. He's a he's a chaplain at a men's mission out in the Ohio Valley. Yeah. And uh, you know he's still writing books. He's doing some of his best work now. That's it's a, awesome. That's amazing. It's great to have him come back and be. There are so many things like that in our lives. We we mentioned the the adoption. We might get to that. Yeah, absolutely. In the program. Uh, God has opened so many amazing doors for us. And we, you know, sometimes it becomes part of the routine of daily life. But when we stop and think about it, it's awesome. Mark Daniels is our guest, longtime uh, WFIL air personality program director. Just left the station last year for uh, more full-time work with, in terms of Alliance of Confessing Evangelicals, which she'd been associated with for uh, 17, 18 years prior. Mm -hmm. And now full-blown with that. We've been talking about that some. We'll do a short break, our last one. And yes, let's come back and talk. I know adoption came up during our conversation mm -hmm. today, and I've one or two other questions to run by you. And for those who just are tuning in, and like, I remember Mark Daniels, what? You can listen to the whole podcast, like well, all the other podcasts, at WFIL.com. We'll have that up you know, within an hour of the program being done. More coming up here in just a moment, AM 560 WFIL, WFIL.com. It's the Tim DeMoss Show podcast, available at WFIL.com. Thanks for listening. 451 on AM 560 WFIL, WFIL.com. It's the Tim DeMoss Show, and uh, we are glad to have Mark Daniels joining us today in studio. Mark, of course, with the radio station for many years, really helped get this uh, format off the ground almost a quarter century ago, along with a gentleman named Russ Whitna, who yes. were like Batman and Robin here for yes, many, many years. Yes, we were. <laughs> yeah, how long ago was it? Mark yeah. actually hired me to do uh, uh, part-time work. When the stations were had just Salem Communications just bought them and mm -hmm. things were still forming and moving programs around and all that, but uh, we've had a, a wonderful time talking through some of the WFIL history, some of Mark's testimony, his current work with the Alliance of Confessing Evangelicals. You can uh, find out more about that alliancenet.org. If uh, I, I want to make sure we make sure because uh, that's what you're doing now is a yes. huge part of what you do. The Bible Study Hour, which airs on WFIL, right. Sunday mornings at 9.30, I think it is. Right. And uh, also another program, uh, No Falling Word. No Falling Word. Liam Gallagher, the current pastor of uh, 10th Presbyterian Church, yes. is the speaker on that program. Okay. Uh, uh, Dr. Barnhouse in the Bible, one of, one of Dr. Boyce's predecessors, who was there for quite a while. Right. Boy, he passed away in, I think, 1960, but his stuff still sounds That's great. Something. And it's fresh, and it's playing, you know. All across the country. We're on a couple hundred stations. So there are broadcasts, there are devotionals, there right. are events. I think there yeah. was an event in Quakertown mm -hmm. two months ago. Exactly. We, we had yeah. a table there. Yeah. Yeah, and your face was plastered all over the uh, program. Was it? Yes, okay. it was. Oh, well, that's lovely. Yeah. <laughs> um, we do podcasts. The one we were doing here, Theology on the Go, uh, Dr. Jonathan Master from Karen University. Yep. And uh, Dr. James Dolezal, also a, t a professor out there. Uh, just brilliant stuff. So all of that's downloadable from mm -hmm. the website. But there's, and there's also one I think we didn't get a chance to dig into now, but yeah. why don't you talk about the mortification? The mortification of spin. Yeah. That would be Carl Truman, whose name I dropped earlier. Yes, you did. Who's now a, a professor out at uh, Grove City College. Okay. Um, also, uh, Todd Pruitt, a pastor down in Virginia. Right. Uh, Jason to James Madison University has a big church down there. 
uh, great blogger, wonderful voice. I like the guy's voice. Okay. And uh, Amy Bird. Amy Bird is the other host, and she's um, called the Housewife Theologian. Uh, she really cool. is brilliant, but she's also uh, very cool. And uh, Imagine that. Yeah. and But she's willing to put up with all kinds of nonsense from Carl and Todd. I mean, she's she's very secure in who she is, that's for sure. A casual conversation about things that count. Exactly. And the, and the, uh, the voice there at the beginning is me doing my cool guy voice. Really? Nothing. I thought your voice was always a cool no. guy voice. It was like kind of breathy like this, all oh. the, like all those millennial commercials. <laughs> Welcome to yeah. Mortification of Spin. Yeah, so. so what's the what's I know that's one of the podcasts that you're you know pretty proud about and excited mm-hmm. about. What's the how often is it available for folks? It's and, it's a there's a new one every Wednesday. Okay, uh, and and for theology on the go, there's a new one every other Monday. Okay, so uh, they have their se- separate websites you can get to them and uh, all available at AllianceNet.org. That's correct. Okay, now we only have about five minutes to go, so wow. I want to make sure we slip this in. I know it goes fast. It does when you're sitting over here. Adoption hmm. and Israel. Not of, not at the same time. Yeah, but adoption, as know, is a big played a big role in your lives. Where, where explain? Well, uh, the, the listeners to this station back in 1997 went through the whole experience with us. Uh, Susan and I uh, desperately wanted a child. I had a very specific list in my mind of what kind of a girl child I wanted. Yes. Sorry, I mean I even had that. You know, I guess it's a little presumptuous for me to have that list, but I've actually shown that list to my daughter, and she is the epitome. I mean, God didn't have to do that, but he did. Hmm. He, he brought that girl, that specific child into my life. And, Lord, man, great. just it's unbelievable to see her in her third year of college studying criminal heart? science. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. So what was that about? How, the, how long did that process – you were sharing that on the air. You were well, saying. we began as, uh, as foster parents and, yeah. and did that experience. And uh, when Jessica came along, of course, we kind of ended up focusing on her a lot more. But but we wanted to bring a child into our lives. We we uh, my wife is just so good with kids, especially other people's kids. That's <laughs> really amazing. Yeah. And uh, so when should make a good grandparent then. Yeah, and we <laughs> we uh, we applied uh, at a uh, agency down in Oklahoma, and uh, and the girl reading our case study saw the name Alex, my son's name, Alex, yeah. and Alex was the father of the baby. Not not my Alex, yeah, but yeah, right. a young man named Alex was right, the father, right. of, and that caught her attention. And so uh, it was a, a tough process, but we you know, we hung in there, and 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 the birth mother hung in there for us too. She was tough and uh, very devoted to making sure that we were the parents of Jessica. Yeah. And so we brought her home. There was a I was live on the air here talking to my wife the day she said, "Where well, I'm coming home." Wow. <laughs> Bringing Jess along, and now she's uh, wow. Well, and speaking of faraway places, even further, Israel. Yeah. I want to slip this in. Cause... Yeah, Oklahoma, Israel. Yeah. <laughs> nice segue. <laughs> I'm, I'm grabbing here at straws. No, but no. I, I hear you. Yeah. But Israel, is, you know, WFIL has a trip this year. And you, mm-hmm. in your years with WFIL, as we broadcast in the Mark Daniel studio, for those who don't know, <laughs> which is dedicated last April after 24 years. It's amazing. Uh, you have been to Israel multiple times. Four times. Yeah. And I know you've, like, you're very... Big the, on it. Yeah, the last time with my wife and daughter, they they went along on the trip, and uh, I think uh, they appreciated it more than they thought they would too. I mean, when you go there, you really never will be the same, especially if you're like a, a Sunday school teacher or you're you have the chance to talk about the Bible with other people. Uh, it comes to life. You you see a place where a Bible. I, I stood on the the hill overlooking the valley where uh, David and Goliath battled. 
you you could on the trip you you stand there you see it, it it's it's not like this might have happened here it happened here it's right there is where it happens like wow your mind is officially blown uh what was you know, the what was the crazy not craziest but what was the did one stand it more well, than another well we we loved uh, floating on the dead sea Although the Dead Sea is receding so much now, there's hardly any sea to float on anymore. <laughs> and they uh, give you a boat for that, right? You don't have to like know how to. No, float. you go out there and actually, it's you're so buoyant, you float on top of the water, and really? somebody has to actually help you get up because you can't put your feet down. You're, wow, yeah, that's how rich with minerals it is. Uh, we went out on the Sea of Galilee uh, on a boat, uh, actually five different boats, all tied together, singing praise songs, listening to Alistair Begg teach that year. Wow. Uh, I mean, it was just... Every trip will be different, obviously. Right. But the concept of being in those places... Yeah, you can't believe you're there. And, and uh, you, there's always something amazing around every corner. I, I really recommend to people who have the wherewithal to do it to sign up and go. Wow. Mark Daniels has been our guest. We'll have to do this again sometime. Yeah, anyway. Yeah, and, and most uh, the most current thing Mark is doing is working with the Alliance of Confessing Evangelicals, AllianceNet.org. Is there a best way, if people wanted to send you a quick note or get in touch or find out more? Mdaniels at AllianceNet.org. That will work. get it done, yeah. Good. Awesome. God bless you. Thanks for taking time to be here today. A privilege. Thank you. Absolutely. Uh, Mark Daniels, again, longtime WFIL program director, talk show host, and was in town today, and we made arrangements, and he's been our guest. So yeah. if you want to hear the podcast, uh, WFIL.com. Just click the podcast tab up there. Drop down Tim DeMoss Show, and it'll be up there within an hour or so, and uh, you can get other podcasts there too. We're going to turn things over to Jim Max from Max 413 Ministries next. He's going to pray. And then uh, after that, Truth For Life with Alice DeBeg. Listen to AM560 WFIL and WFIL.com. Have a good night. Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com.